Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. He is the author of The Dying Citizen and so many countless more books. I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Victor Davis Hanson. Dr. Hanson, a happy Friday to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Trevor. Are, are, are you in the Valley? Yeah, I'm in Selma. Oh, are, I go work next week, but I'm here now. How, mu- how much rain did you get down there this afternoon? You know, not as much. I was driving through Fresno, and not nearly as much as it seemed in Fresno, but uh, I think probably about a third or a quarter of an inch, it sounds, seemed like. Were you here in the 2 o'clock hour around that time? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's when it, around 2.30 it was really coming down. Yeah, it was good news. Yeah, yeah but it's, uh, I said, though, it's like showing up to a, a football team in August going through Hell Week, and you have six bottles of, of water. Uh, it's it, it's going to help a little bit, but, man, it's not going to cure uh, the no, problem. We need, six, we need six or eight feet of snow in the Sierra. Yeah. Well, it's not over. It's not over. We'll no, nope, s- no. There's some other storms out there, they say, too, that, so we'll see. Oh, you heard that. Okay, I haven't heard that. Well, well, they they, they don't know which way direction we're going to be in. I'm, I'm, I subscribe to some weather, and I guess they're out there by Hawaii, but they don't know whether they're going to go, as they usually do, north of us. All right, we, we can't get our AccuWeather forecast guy uh, for a big weather event. We'll call you now that I know you're a, a, a weatherman <laughs> on the side. Right. Uh, my buddy in Oklahoma, he has to be with tornadoes. He has all these alarms, and uh, but he hadn't had as many lately. Uh, well, let's get yeah. to, uh, let's get to uh, a, a tornado, a foreign policy. You write the media narrative that the UK, uh, UK, Ukraine crisis, part of a function of former President Trump colluding with Putin, couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, explain that, sir. Well, I mean, the left has, I think we all agree that Putin's in there and we got to get him out of there if we can do it without, you know, U.S. troops. But the left can't explain why he went in when Bush was bogged down in Iraq and Afghanistan and we had high oil prices, or again in 2014 when Obama, we had high oil prices and kind of appeased Putin, whether it was inviting him in the near, you know, in the Middle East or the famous hot mic conversation. Or why Biden uh, basically said, begged him to beg um, pump oil and cut back on oil and the price is high. So there's a constant there, and they know that. So they're trying to explain that hiatus between 2017 and 2020, and they're not very, I don't know, credible because they know why he didn't go in, whether it was Trump killing mercenaries that were in Syria that were uh, Russian-affiliated or getting out of the missile deal or selling offensive weapons to Ukraine or pumping a lot of oil or crashing the price. I could go on, but so they know that, and so they're saying, well, maybe he got everything he wanted from Trump. I was thinking, well, what, what, what did he get from Trump that they wanted? I can't think of anything that Trump did to Russia that they <laughs> they liked. They they hated all of it, and that's why they behaved. I think. Well, yeah. As we looked at this, and also, uh, 
Uh, you had mentioned about how Trump got NATO to spend another hundred billion in defense, and I I yeah. want to segue into a NATO question. I, you know, two sides of this with foreign policy. Oh, there's what probably twenty sides to foreign policy views, but uh, the two big ones are that the Obama Biden administration put the the dangle out there, the tease to Ukraine to join NATO, and that. Putin was like, okay, I don't want that next to my border, right? I had uh, former Congressman Ron Paul on talking about, you know, if they, if Mexico, if we had Russian missiles right there, we would do something about that. What, what's your take on that foreign policy view? Well, I mean, Ukraine, at least the western part, was westernizing. There was no stopping it. They all they had felt for years when they were part of the Soviet Union, the Russian Empire, they were kind of a schizophrenic country about 15 million of them thought they were european and the other 25 think they're slavic so there was a natural process going on and we sort of said after the cold war they won't be in a nato country but they'll have free choice they'll give up their nuclear weapons and they're not a nato country but there have been people in the U.S. government that have encouraged them to think that. And they have interfered in U.S. Uh, relations, whether it's Colonel Vindman with the first impeachment or Zelensky or the Biden connection. So it's a very tricky question. And so my point now is the left has appeased Putin and they have at the same time aggravated him. They have insulted him. They've called him a murderer, which is okay with me as long as you back it up. But they haven't. And he looks at them with anger, but also he considered them after Afghanistan or after begging him to stop hacking uh, where they gave him. So please don't hack these 16 entities is what Biden said to him. Or then they beg him to, to pump oil. He sees weakness and it, it fuels his anger where it's much better to keep quiet. I think Trump pretty much was not rude to him. He just he just opposed everything he did, and we had peace. And so I think that that's the lesson that he will always move if he feels there's an opening and a cost benefit analysis. But what the left is doing now, they they know that uh, Trevor. And so when you look at the Europeans, the German Chancellor when he gave that talk on the 27th of February, he sort of repeated repudiated 30 years of green orthodoxy he just said we're going to pump we're going to drill we're not going to have the Nordstrom pipeline we're going to import natural gas from if we can from the united states we're going to improve the mediterranean east mediterranean pipeline the israelis and the greeks and the cypriots we're going to spend two percent and when i heard that i thought okay so then everything you told us the last 30 years was a lie or you were wrong because you told us that you were never going to do any of that. And now you're, you're going to do all of it. What changed your mind? And the, and the irony is that if you think about it, socialist Germany is to the right of the United States because I thought in, I didn't think that, but I, I would hope that in Biden's State of the Union address, he might have said, you know what? We, we can't afford to cut back. We'll transition later to alternative fuels. We've got to open up ANWR and we've got new federal leases in Keystone. But he, he, he was a captive to the left. He couldn't even say that. And that means a lot. We would be in a lot str- stronger position if we were pumping four or five million barrels. And we had the ability to increase at that, to that rate, we, even over what Trump was doing. But he, no, he's not going to do that.
Now, uh, you're talking about, uh, or you wrote here, taking a hard look at NATO uh, with the Germans and talking about cutting the deal with Putin. Let's listen to 20 seconds of 2018, what President Trump stated. And at the time, CNN, was, uh, everybody mocked him. The Germans were even laughing amongst themselves uh, when he warned them here at this uh, this breakfast conference thing here he was at. Well, I have to say, I think uh, it's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries and then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. That was four years ago, your reaction? It's exactly what the Chancellor of Germany said just on the February uh, last week, he said exactly what Trump did. The only difference uh, this time was he didn't give cre- credit to Trump. He didn't say, and one of the other things that we regret is demonizing the U.S. president when he gave us the advice that I'm now accepting. So that's pretty much, I mean, the funny thing is, I guess there's an elephant in the room, and that is, if you want to keep Putin out of Ukraine, you sell offensive weapons like stingers and javelins to him, to the Ukrainians. If you want to keep him out, you try to keep the world price low so he doesn't have any revenues, and you try to keep our production high so we can export uh, liquid natural gas to the Europeans, and we approve other efforts like the Greeks. And that's the only person that did that was Trump. But we can't say that because of all these other extraneous issues. And so we kind of play these this kabuki dance where we dance all around it, you know, and we talk this and say that, but no one will admit the truth because they feel that they don't want to be associated with any praise or um, acceptance of what Trump did. What kind of music would be played to kabuki dance to? <laughs> I don't know, but they uh, they have a Pavlovian, if that's the word. They're in a they have an inability to say anything positive and it's very funny they'll say things at times leftists will write and say things that are exactly what trump said but then they'll say and then you know uh trump uh, he uh, he appeased putin he said this and it's you know it's 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 mind-boggling and now we're in the situation in which if putin does leave ukraine or he gets bogged down and he and the result of it will be what that NATO is empowered, that NATO will pay the 2% that Trump advocated, that NATO and the EU countries will import more liquid uh, natural gas from us and from the Mediterranean countries, and they'll want more javelins and they'll want more stingers and people will be willing to sell them. Where did all that come from? And yet no one says that. My guest, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen, a lot of discussion about the the no-fly zone. And I want to go back to something you just said. If you're going to call somebody a murderer like they're calling Putin a murderer, you said you got to be willing to back that up. What would would backing it up mean? Well, it would be in war. And so what my complaint was that he was sort of doing this corn pop stick, Biden was, (laughs) where he was calling the head of a state, not just a bully as he has in the past, but a killer and a murderer, okay. And he was really amping up the rhetoric. But while he was doing that, he was not selling offensive weapons in September and October to the Ukrainians. He was not ratcheting up oil production. He was not telling the Europeans they've got to 
step up and meet their 2% promises. He was, he was vetoing the sanctions on the Nordstrom. So he was weak. And I thought to myself, well, you're talking like you're a wartime president. So you're going to anger this nut Putin. He's not a nut, by the way. He's an evil nut, if that's why I can say it. But why, why antagonize somebody that you're appeasing at the same time? It's, it's crazy. And so that's what I was very worried about. And when these people talk about Lindsey Graham, did you hear what he said today? That we should assassinate Putin, or these people want to, you know, sell them warthogs. Uh, hold on, uh, Doctor Hansen. Excuse me. We have uh, right here. Listen. Somebody in Russia has to step up to the plate. Is there Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stoppenberg in the <coughs> Russian military? The only way this ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. Wow. No, I think it would be much better that he gets humiliated and discredited and then a bunch of people force him to leave with his life and he has to live it down or they, they get proud that they don't have to kill somebody to get rid of them. And uh, that's, not our, that's not our decision either to, to say that. And if you get into a no-fly zone, I know I've heard all of these generals on TV the last two days, and they have all these ingenious versions of a no-fly zone, but basically it's a no-fly zone. And they say, well, the U.N. can authorize it. Well, the U.N. can... The nominal chair of this session is Vladimir Putin and the Security Council. We had no-fly zones in Iraq under U.N. auspices. They didn't do any good. And so you when you get a no-fly zone and an American pilot is shot at, he's been shot back, and then you're, you've got two nuclear powers and we're back to 1962 again. And that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So we can deter Putin if we just do what we know we have to do, and that is produce more energy and get NATO on the same page to fulfill and keep their promises and encourage people in the Mediterranean to send all the natural gas. And by the way, Biden really threatened them, that Eastern Mediterranean pipeline project. He told the Greeks and Cypriots and the Israelis, you're not going to send billions of cubic feet of natural gas to Europe. It's just not going to happen. I guess he was afraid of Turkey or he thought it was not a green policy. But it was a, so why would you even think of a no-fly zone that might cause a war with Russia when you have other mechanisms that won't cause a war and they're as effective? And I don't, I don't understand that. I, the left is, I guess, what I'm trying to say, I'm not doing a very good job of it, Trevor. Oh, yeah, you are quick. I, I, I think what they're trying to say is that we're embarrassed. We appease this guy, and all of our policies failed, and we're going to now be so hyper uh, pro-war that we're going to construct anybody who's disloyal who doesn't want to have a, a crazy no-fly zone or doesn't want to get in war with Putin. You're disloyal because you're not tough enough when the people who haven't been tough on him and have appeased him have been the left. And so they're overreacting or they're projecting their appeasement on to other people. But they've had a monopoly on empowering uh, Putin, and they can't disguise that by all of a sudden calling people traitors who don't want to go to war with Putin. That's just absurd. In closing, thank you again for your time. And I, I'm going to say we shouldn't even have a NATO and totally mean something that I'm going to go back to something that, that you did in that Hillsdale talk about Patton. You said Patton was 100% correct in his military plans and they shut him down. Eisenhower allowed Russia to overtake Eastern Europe that we fought to free them. Then we gave it up. We, we wouldn't even be talking about this today if they'd allow Patton, correct? 
yeah, I think there's a new book out in basic book that argues he wanted to take Berlin. And he said, if you, if you don't take Berlin and we can take it and they will not fight us, they're, they're afraid of the Russians. They will fight the Russians, but we can take it pretty much peacefully. And then we wouldn't have had a East West Germany. We wouldn't have had a Berlin air, uh, you know, airlift necessary or cold. We, we've had all of Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, you know, free, so to speak. And it would have saved 50 years of, tragedy but you know we had a monopoly on nuclear weapons within you know at that, at that within a year we had a monopoly of nuclear weapons for four years so that was just insane to hand over all these countries that wanted to be free and democratic indeed well listen i think a, a fitting uh, end to this interview since you brought it up corn pop was a bad dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that's that's joe biden all that braggadocio and all that tough guy taken behind the gym and beat him up. And then when it comes to taking a little heat and pumping some oil to free us from Putin, he's scared stiff of AOC, but not apparently not of corn pop. No, and didn't he challenge somebody in a crowd uh, to push-ups? He could challenge him yes. to do push-ups. Remember right? fat? Yeah, he said fat. Remember, hey, fat. <laughs> and yeah, he insults people. This idea that he was an old, old Joe Biden, the nice guy, he never was very polite or nice or kind to people. And he makes up for his, for his lack of confidence with this with this tough guy stuff. And it's not a good it's not a good match. And so when and he, and he and he applies it to foreign affairs, which is even scarier. So for him, uh, Putin is his corn pop. And I don't want to. I don't think we should have to participate in that. No, he was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. The yeah. Dying Citizen yeah. is the book. Dr. Victor Davis Hanson, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, who's re- ready to celebrate Womenin next? Uh, History Month? I don't even know how to pronounce it. W-O-M-Y-N-X. Well, they're celebrating it. And uh, since we're celebrating, we'll talk about it next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Northwest Missouri State University is doing their uh, part with celebration of Women History uh, Women's History Month by changing the spelling to W O M Y N X. Uh, you know what? What better way to celebrate Women's History Month than erasing the the history of women? W O M Y N X, right? That uh, it, I think it turned out that uh, most Hispanics didn't like the Latinx thing they tried to do. L A T I N X. I think they didn't like that too well. Wemex. I don't even know how to pronounce it. How do you pronounce that? Right. Uh, but they said that w- what it's going to do is, uh, by spelling it that way, promotes healing and promoting hope. How is providing healing and providing hope uh, a theme? That's, uh, that's not a theme. That, that's, uh, you know, that's not like under the sea or uh, 50s uh, sock hop dance, right? I mean, how, do, how do you decorate for healing and promoting hope? I don't, I don't know. Hope and change? I wonder if there's still any of those, the, the Obama iPhones still functioning uh, these days. I wonder, did you have to text like to one, two, three, you know, t- click, 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 how you have to do to do the letters before we got all fancy with a 
with the more intelligent, smarter phones that have made us so much smarter. But what is Wimenetnex supposed to be? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Womens? How, how is that a celebration of women's history? I, I don't understand that. I uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess there's not too many women upset about that. Uh, you, you know, uh, Joe Biden has he's come out and he's given us the reason for the really high home cost. Maybe now I'm realizing this is why it costs $800,000 to house a homeless person. And you know who we need to all be looking out for? The, the We now have the the villain in all of this bad economic uh, news that's out there, the the cost of everything. It's that dude that wasn't there to get the two-by-fours. Where is this guy? The reason why the cost of housing went up and new housing is because no one's there to make sure they had the two-by-fours to be built, to, to, to build the homes, because people weren't in the factories. Oh, why weren't they in the factories? You shut them down, you clown! Where's the two-by-four guy, right? Uh, the factories were closed. He he supported that. But you know what, guys? We're all going to have a, a choice to make, he's telling us, right? As he's campaigning to be pre... Oh, wait, he already did that. Yeah. So we have a choice. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make America's poor. I have a better way to fight inflation. Lower your cost, not your wages. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. The state of the union is broke. I've yet to be wrong with my economic research, and I'm saying right now, March 4th, the gas will be seven bucks in California soon. If I'm wrong, you'll all be so happy that I believe the wrong experts. Crude, the oil benchmark rose to 113 a barrel. So those tankers that are coming in right now, they're going to be dropping off gas at your local gas station. There's going to be like a 10% price increase than the last time they were there filling up your tank at the station. Am I wrong? I'll tell you what the experts are saying next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.